Hi everyone, this is Deborah Marie Rodriguez with Deborah Marie Rodriguez Podcast and I'm back with you guys again and we are finishing up part four of A Harlot's Tale, alright? So in part four, this is called A Harlot's Tale, part four, still called to be a wife, okay? Still called to be a wife um, or husband if you're a guy, but for me it's still called to be a wife, okay? So I'm going to be talking about how God still called me to be this bride, his bride, and also called to be a bride to someone else one day. So I'm basically starting from, I'm telling you guys my life story. You hear from the harlot all the way to being called to be a wife. So you guys know the saying, you can't turn a you know into a housewife. And I feel that you 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 can't <laughs> you can't but God can you know what I mean you can't but God can so God can turn and flip anybody you know if God can flip me around then God can definitely flip whoever He wants to flip around so you can't in your own strength and that's why we're not supposed to change people but God can change the heart of people and God can take somebody who you would never think would, would do something and he, he can turn them and change them. So, you know, he's did it in my life and I've seen him do it in many other people's lives. So that is what this is about, you know, and I want to go into how during that time I was very broken. I allowed God to come in and heal my heart. I allow him to um, begin to prune me and work with me. And he began to heal me you know he began to heal me and work with me and work on me um in many areas so what happened during that time was i it was at the point where it was at the point where i um asked god to prepare me to be a wife Okay, I was 19 years old. Here I am at 19 years old, uh, thinking I was going to get married at 19. That's, that's what I thought. So I, I don't want to hear any judgments. That's what I wanted. Okay, that's what I thought. That's what I wanted. And I was definitely not ready at the time. I thought I was ready, but I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready at that time. So... What I realized is that God had to take me through a specific pruning process. He had to take me through um, a specific like development I had to go through in order to, to prepare me for marriage. And you guys know now I work with a lot of people and I've worked with married couples and marriages um, to help them, basically to help, to help them um, restore. And so I've been doing this for kind of working with other couples. Even though I didn't have the best relationships, I was able to help other people, and especially in marriages, uh, work out their marriages and come back together. So I think that that's really great. You guys know I do pastoral counseling and other things as well. So uh, God really had taught me in a season of wilderness to actually be able to teach other people. And so that's what happened. So my pain actually helps me to be able to teach other people and um, see the see the different things in their life that they need to work on so that they can begin to work together. So that's really what it is. It's just being able to see that. 
So yeah, so at 19, I asked the Lord, I said, God, I was tired of these guys listening after me. You know, I was tired of it being about sex. And I said, Lord, you know, prepare me to be a wife. Most women, they think that, you know, you get with a guy and then, oh, boom, you just get married. And when you get married, everything's gonna change. Like, it's just gonna be this little, oh, you know, he's, yeah, he's put down his little player card or whatever, or she put down her, you know, she stopped playing around, but that's what you think, you know what I mean? But if you, just because you get married doesn't mean that you necessarily stop playing around. And this is about faithfulness. I'm gonna get into that, into the season three of Singles and Celibacy. I'm gonna get into that series. Um, I'm thinking about, I wanna do Singles and Celibacy season three, but I need to, I'm, I'm gonna wait. I need, I need something. I'm trying to see something first. And then I'm going to get into, uh, <laughs> y'all got, you know how I am. I don't want to say, I don't want to, I don't want to, um, there's some stuff that I'm still waiting on. All right. And then, and then I'll do, I'll do season, I'll, I'll, uh, post season three. So I'm just, I just got to see something real quick, but I, I am going to be giving you guys season three is about to be lit. All right. Just know it's, just know it's about to be lit. Okay. The, the topics, everything is about to be lit. So just, just prepare for that. But, um, yeah, ask God to take me through this journey. I'm open. I'm 19 years old thinking like I'm ready for, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm ready for marriage. <laughs> I'm ready. Uh, I'm ready for my man. Wasn't ready. Wasn't, wasn't even ready to share a bed with a man. How, how was I supposed to be? trying to be married with somebody and I, I didn't even want I yeah I wasn't even ready to share a bed with a man you know yeah he would he would I would he would be in my bed you know when we spent the night but yeah I wasn't ready to give that space to somebody else I wasn't even ready to I wasn't even ready to share a space like I wanted to live alone I was like no I want to live alone so yeah I was still I was still trying to I mean I'm still trying to grow as a person so yeah if I would have definitely got married then and i'm over here what yeah it would have completely so you know i told you guys this guy asked me to marry him when i was 17 i was yeah i was like you know no i think this is way too fast i'm way too young i know i would have destroyed the whole relationship period the whole relation like i was still insecure i just got out of a relationship with um an ex-boyfriend who completely caused me hell and this is the one that i talked i i, I don't want to mention i'm not going to be negative uh because i really love this guy but this is the one that gave me all the hickeys and all that stuff you know and uh yeah god told me that this wasn't my husband and all this stuff he ended up marrying somebody else so um yeah i you know what's funny i let i let go of many guys that god was just like well that specific guy yes that God was just like, this is not your husband, you know. And and oftentimes, women, you get you get so attached, and you're like, you know, this got to be my husband. I love this person, and then God is like, no, it's not. And I, you be like, what? What you mean, no, it's not? I didn't invest it in this dude. I didn't like help this dude get to where he's supposed to be, and you telling me no? You know what I mean? And it's like most of the time, it's like that. It's very disappointing, um, because you have to watch that person. Um, walk away with someone else. And I told you guys about the, the 
when I knew that, um, I think I told you guys that when I knew that my ex-boyfriend, I saw, you know, I saw his wife on Instagram and he wasn't even married to her yet, but I knew that was his wife. And I just, I was like, hoo, hoo, hoo. you know, I'm like, that's her. You know, I wasn't crying. Like I wasn't sad, but I was, I, the Holy Spirit hit me and I was like, yeah, that's his wife. You know, I was, oh my God. I was like, oh my God. And he, he did stuff for this woman that he ain't do, he didn't do for me. I ain't seen him do for no other woman. He 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 was afraid to lose that person. Like he when that person left him, this dude came. I ain't never seen this person talk. This dude came and made a whole tribute, <laughs> and and literally was like, uh, you know, I know you the one. When I seen that y'all, I started clapping. This I'm telling you, this dude put me through some stuff. But I seen it, I was like, okay, he re he ready. And he ended up getting married, uh, I think two years later, he got married, or a year later. So I was like, yeah, that's his wife. You know, I knew that was his wife. And I, because, because you, you, you just know, you just know. And I, like I told y'all before, I was like, a man, you know, men will give you gifts. They would do all kinds of stuff for you. You know what I mean? But they know, they know who, they know who the wife is. I'm, they already know who the wife is. They will hide her too. Will do a great job at hiding her to make sure that it ain't nothing. Don't nothing mess up. <laughs> Some of them will even wait. They won't even come your way if they know they're gonna mess it up. They gonna wait. They gonna make sure they got everything in together, and then they gonna come in your life. That's because they don't wanna, you know, go in and mess things up. And I'm gonna talk about this in singles and celibacy a little bit more. But I realized that even though. I came from this, you know, my dad was this pimp, you know, this uh, big pimp in Houston, and this is what he did for a living. Uh, I realized that even though I came from that background, that God was still calling me to be a wife. You know, look at, look at the book of Hosea. She was a harlot, okay? And God was telling this, telling uh, Hosea to marry her, to marry her? You get what I'm saying? This is a harlot. You want to, you, you, I'm about to, she, this like, it's like a, a woman. You about to marry me? What? Me? You about to, you about to marry me. You know, you, do you know who I am? It was like that, you know? And even though she was difficult, even though she wasn't the most perfect or whatever, God still called her to be a wife. You know, God called her to be a wife. So this is for anyone on here. You might feel like you're not called to be a husband or you're not called to be a wife. And that's what this is about. It's about faithfulness, but it's really about uh, my story and having grace, um, having grace, like how God had grace and how God still called me to, to, to ministry. He called me to, to be a wife. He called me to ministry. And keep in mind, like I, I did not feel that I was uh, qualified for any of it, like any of it at all. I was like, you know, I, you want me to be perfect and I can't do that for you. Like, I don't know what you, I don't know why you're coming to me. Like he would, you know, people would prophesy. They would tell me I was going to preach and everything. And I'm like, you know, I, I honestly, I don't know what y'all telling me. Like I get it, but I really don't want to hear it. That was me, you know? And so, uh, God was still calling me to that standard. He was still, he still saw me as that. He was still calling me to that standard. You know, he would, he didn't forget about what he said about me. He, he, you know, I was just healing in the process. So where, whatever area uh, in your life that you're at, like if you're, um, 
just maybe you're still trying to figure stuff out. Maybe you don't have a relationship with God or you might be atheist. You know what I mean? You're still called to be somebody. You're still called to the bride of Christ. Meaning you're still called for God to to uh, to do something or to have a purpose. You're still called to that relationship. You might not understand none of what's happening. You might not, maybe you don't even read your Bible. You don't even know how to read the Bible. But that doesn't mean you're not called to that specific thing. And oftentimes, um, we look at people and we judge them. You know, we judge them on their past. Like, is you know how you, okay, I'll give an example. You know how you change you change like you used to you look at somebody that you you look you look at somebody and you know you used to be like that or you know you used to have it look like that you know you used to um dress like that or maybe you were worldly you know for christians oh i you know you used to dress like half not really wearing no clothes and stuff or maybe you um see somebody and they you know they look like they just going to the club or something like that and you look at them and you might judge them because you're not like that anymore you know what i mean you that used to be the old you but now you're looking at them like you know you can see you can see everything on them now you know so you so a lot of people do that and they judge them and you think oh well you know i'm cleaner now i you know i'm yeah no like she, uh, she yeah she's worldly now and a lot of people do that you do that like you know you might see somebody with some booty shorts on and you'd be like now i know she ain't um come out the house with you know, and uh, to be honest, she did, and I'm, I'm gonna be honest, I, I wear it at home too. I do, I still do. I don't wear it out like I used to wear, it, but I, I wear it, I wear it at home, you know. And my thing is, there was a you know, I, I, I just pay attention to people who judge you know what I mean like it's like I don't I don't care how you feel when it comes to like what I want to wear and yeah you you can give people a warning like yeah I, I I used to wear a lot of stuff out I used to be the type to go out with gym shorts on with a sports bra or like no bra with one of them little shirts on that that have the half that gets cut off on the sides or, or I had like a sports bra and it's cut off on the side and I would have like uh, gym short like gym shorts on like my boyfriends whoever or whoever I was talking to I would have their gym shorts on and like I would go out like that with some slides on like that's what I would be wearing so uh yeah I would walk to the street like that going me the guy to bring him to my place so I was I would go out with, with bras on and whatever on that's how I would go outside so very free spirit very open when I see women you know I see them like that now I don't judge them but I just look I just look at the way how I used to be you know and I'm not it's not me saying oh you know whatever but because at home I wear I wear certain things at home in my home that I won't wear like outside you know or I won't wear like you know to the gym like the reason why I don't wear the reason I don't wear certain stuff to the gym is for is it's like for a reason you know because, yeah, it's just a lot of, it just, sometimes it'd be some creepy activity going on. And, you know, I try to, I just try to stay low key. But I, um, I don't know. Like, after, after getting assaulted some years ago, leaving the gym, 
I, I don't wear certain stuff. And you know what? I didn't even have on shorts. I had on sweatpants. And like the, the guys, it, this happened twice within two months. It just like, I'm still recovering from that. You know, I've healed, but like I haven't even stepped back to go to another. I have a whole gym membership somewhere else and I haven't even went yet. You know, because I like I'm literally paying it every month. But I haven't even went yet because I just have to get myself prepared to go to like a whole nother gym. You know, which 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 I am, but I'm talking about like, you know, by myself. That's the thing. So, um, yeah, it's like you we judge people who we see that used to be something that was in us. So it's like God might have delivered you, but then now you're looking at that person like, oh, you know, look. But that used to be you though. You know what I'm saying? But you forget that used to be you. You forget that you was in a man bed every night. You forget that, you know, you had all this stuff going on. You forget that you was like, you was that was you. You was the same person drinking drinking at the club every weekend or da da da. And then you judge people who you see now that's doing that or they, they still doing it and you like, you know, when they gonna see something that I can't stand is the save the saved, the save saved churchy people. Because these type of people will judge you as a Christian when you make a mistake. And they make a mistake. And they make a mistake. And they, it's like they don't want you to judge them, but they want to judge you. It's like they extra churchy, churchy. That These are the type of people, this is the reason why I didn't want to go into the church. This was the reason why when before everything, like I had a relationship with God, but already, but this is the reason why I did, I didn't want to deal with these type of people because you got these type of people, they expect because you Christian or you a minister, they don't expect you to have an actual life. They don't expect you like when I got pregnant, this ain't the first time I've been pregnant. Okay. Uh, but this is the first time that it's, it's went, you know, all the, uh, longer all the way. But yeah, it's not the first time. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I it's it's not the first time. But my thing is, people ask you, "Well, you are you married?" or all this stuff, and I get it. I get it. But how do you know that I was? How do you know that I was supposed to marry that person? How do you know if that relationship was an abusive? You understand? Or like when I talk to people, they don't. They ask me. It's not, I know I get it, people are curious, but they ask me a bunch of questions, but they they don't know uh, what the backstory is. They don't know that I'm literally like, I have to stay away from this person. They don't know that, you know, I, this person has threatened my, this person, they don't know that this person has threatened my pregnancy before. And that's the reason I miscarried before. They they don't, they didn't know that. You understand? They don't know what is la- the last, uh, the la- for the last pregnancy. They didn't know that. You understand? So they, so it's like people don't know your whole backstory of, of different things. And um, I shouldn't have to tell you that. I shouldn't have to tell you uh, why me and, this, if me and this person is together, if me and this person not, if me and this person like. I shouldn't have to tell anybody that. It, 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 made the, it went like the last pregnancy, it was so much that I went through with people. Like, people were surprised that I didn't get an abortion. You know, I had a, a dance audition. Why are you really going to have this kid? People were telling me, are you really going to have this kid? How are you going to sit here and tell me, am I really going to, like, am I really going to have this kid? Like, I'm supposed to go to the clinic and get an abortion. You, you get, like, people was, people were, 
they, you know, I'm in the peak of my career, and they, you know, yeah, I was going through, I'm always going through some something, you know, but it's always somebody doing witchcraft on my finances. It's always something. So yeah, I was going through a lot, but uh, to have the nerve to, to to tell me that and then expect me to continue to communicate with you after that, no, I'm gonna cut you off after that. You know, I'm gonna cut you off after that because. You're showing me that you don't support me, and you show me that you're judging me. And half the, the half the people that judge me because I was because I got pregnant, and I wasn't married. They were they got divorced. They weren't even with their husband. You know what I mean? They wasn't even with their baby daddies, or they wasn't even with their husbands. But they was judging me because I had got pregnant out of you know wedlock. Uh, but a lot of y'all, this this the catch is. A lot of y'all in relationships and a lot of y'all in marriages that God didn't even honor. You in marriages that God didn't even honor. Y'all, y'all, y'all just went and got married to somebody. Y'all in common law living with somebody, called saying you married, and because you in common law or whatever, and God didn't even honor it. He didn't even. You don't even have a covenant. God is gonna honor the covenant before the ceremony. Before they, I've married people before they even went down the aisle. You know, they was going to go through so much warfare. God would tell me, pray for this couple and, and marry them. You know, yeah, I can marry couples and stuff like that. I can do that because I'm an officer and, and, you know, licensed to do that. But they, um, yeah, I saw all the warfare. Everybody was trying to tear them apart. You know, so God, so I would, they would have a little elopement ceremony and then with me. And then they would go and get their license and everything like that. And then they would go get, they would, they, you know, they would have their pastor because they had, they actually had a pastor. Um, they would go do that and get married and, and then have the people, they was already married before they had this big ceremony of the people coming in. That's the thing. Once you get that marriage license too, usually you get it like three months before the actual wedding, I, I'm thinking. Uh, you get it like three months before the wedding. I, I you know, yeah, I, I believe so. Um, or before the wedding. Um, yeah, you already married before that. You know what I mean? This is why some people, they get eloped and then they get their license. And then they have the big ceremony where they invite everybody else. Because when they get their license, some of them are still, uh, the, technically they married. So they're leaving, living together. Some might not be living together. You know what I mean? But they're, they're actually married during that time. Um, but yes, so many, so many couples get attacked, uh, before, because what happens is they invite all these people to the wedding and they, they're not, they haven't got eloped or they haven't got, you know, prayed or whatever. And then they go to this wedding and then something happens and you got all these people that's trying to crash yourself. That's why you get yourself, you, you know, you, you get, you have your little secret thing first and then you invite a bunch of people. You already gonna be married. So if they try to do something crazy, you already you already married. You know what I mean? But anyway, uh, God was calling me to to that. I mean, I knew God called me to be a wife. Like I knew, you know, I knew I was gonna be some some. I knew I was. <laughs> let me stop. I knew I was going to be a wife. I just, I just had to go. I had to prepare. You know, my sister tells me, she's like, she's like, you, uh, you always, I knew you was going to be like a bride or something. You was always like that. And 
she told me one day she came. It was I, I you know, I was living in my little townhouse a few years ago, uh, 2018, I think, I believe. And she would watch me all day. She was like, "You clean up, you uh, you cook." Like I was cooking for. And this, see this when somebody is when somebody is in my home, is very different from when I'm by myself. When I'm by myself, I just cook little stuff for me. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm done. I can cook this. Da da da. But when I'm act, when I actually have people in my home, I actually make a meal and I like I serve them. Like you'll see. Like I'm like, it's like a little restaurant, you know. Like I'm picking up stuff. I'm doing. I'm. It's like it's like that. I'm. It's very. Uh, that this is why my sister always said I love coming back when you cook. Like you always cook. I, I like you know. Because it's the she she likes to to come home you know because of that, but um, in this time it was it was her and this other uh, friend I had at the time. Well, at that time she wasn't my friend; she was just living with me. But you know, anyway, it's, that's not important. It was this other woman living in my home, so I was I would uh, cook everything you know, uh, clean. You know, and one day my sister said she said you know, she said your husband gonna be really uh like happy she said you you literally she said you're literally a housewife like i noticed that about you like you i ain't never seen nobody like you do it's like you just be multi you just be doing everything and and you know how to make a home out of out of uh nothing you know like you can have a cardboard box and you would like make you will have a home you know and she was like you really have you i'm watching you like you literally be having a whole little meal and then you be having, you be walking around, <laughs> and I told, I told her, I was like, yeah, you know, when, when this because I have you guys here, so this is, this is me serving. If I'm by myself, I'm just cooking little stuff for myself, little same little meals and stuff, and calling it a day because it's me. But when it's other people, no, I actually want to put. I'm like, okay, well, what do, what do you want to eat? And I'll ask them like, what do you want to eat, so I can make what you want to eat, or like. Uh, what do you like? What, so it's a whole, no, it's a whole nother experience. Um, when it when it comes to other people being in my home, it's like I want to. I'll have like everything. I'll have tea, water, Gatorade, like everything for you. It's like a whole little, like an airplane. You know, like you going, you flying. It's like that. It's because when you come in my home, it's like you know, you're a guest. You're uh, you're coming in. You know, you're coming in as a guest. And so that's how, uh, that's how it is. You know, that's how it is. So, um, if God just, God just taught me a lot. Like, it's like God prepared me to be a wife. You know, he prepared me. It was similar to the book of Esther. And we seeing Esther and how she is going through that preparation you know she had to go through that preparation before she got with the king like like she had to go through a specific they had to go through a year like they had to go through specific things before they actually got with their the king you you know before they before they even got to see the king they had to have gone through a year of preparation that's very important before they even got to see the king Hopefully y'all ain't got to wait that long to see your king, Jesus. But uh, I'm just saying, they had to wait that long. (laughs) 
Look at me crying. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I just like they had they had to uh they had to wait. They had to go through that preparation to see the king. And um the guy, I told you guys, well, see, I didn't talk to you guys about this, but it's the movie One Night with the King. The um the one of the men that was there to prepare them, he um he had to prepare them. You know, he, he was they were looking for character. They weren't just looking to see who was beautiful. No, no, no. They wasn't they didn't care if he was because cause see something about a lot of women. If a woman know if a woman knows that a man is is that if that's what he's looking for, yeah, they'll go look at another woman and they'll, you know, they'll they'll copy. You see what I'm saying? Because they want to be that woman for that man. But it, no, it's okay. It's okay to like. If this is to prepare, this you every every woman needs to be prepared. Everybody needs to be listening to this. Every man needs to be listening to this because you need to be yeah. You need to be preparing yourself. And reading is fine. You know, doing that stuff is fine. But there there's a character, there's a spiritual preparation that you you have to go through for you to be ready to be a wife. So many women they and men they they get. They go through this, and I know one night with the king is about a a woman preparing. But no, as a man, it's the same preparation for you guys. Like it's the same. You got to go through the same preparation to prepare to die. You know, to die to yourself, and really, I'm gonna do a teaching on that for for y'all men, because I I I talk a lot of I talk to men and women on my uh, you know, in my ministry. But I'm gonna do a teaching on like. That, this is kind of like you know the faithfulness and everything like that. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a teaching note specifically uh, for for men. Uh, I mean, because I mean, well, I, it's always for men and women with mine. It's always you know both. But I want to do a specific teaching for that too, just as a for like a woman's perspective, you know, on like chivalry, you know, or like etiquette when it comes to like that stuff like that. Because a lot of men they just forgot, I guess, how to. I don't know. I guess they they just forgot some of them. They just like they don't be want they don't be caring no more. They don't be trying. And I think I think they think that that stuff is like it's like old school, you know. Well, she's not gonna be into that, or that's old school if I do that, you know. That's like no, that's that's still sexy. That's still attractive. We look at we want that. Okay, we want you to open the door for us. We want you to come bring us flowers and stuff. We want you to hug us from the back. We want that. That's what we want. We don't, we, yeah, yeah this new stuff y'all doing, y'all can drop that. We, we want, we want the, the, the shivery. You know, we want the, the, uh, you know, getting us little stuff to take us out, surprising us. We, we still want that stuff. We still want the bouquets. The box, the flowers in the boxes is good too. But yeah, we, we still like the bouquets that's going to die. We like them. We still want them too. So women just don't say nothing. They don't be saying stuff. We waiting on y'all. <laughs> we be waiting on y'all. So yeah, we still want the, the fairy tale. That's what we want, the fairy tale. That's what we want. So whoever you are in here, despite where you come from, your background, you're still called to walk in, as a wife. 
you know, all of us, we are the bride of Christ. You're still called to, to a higher call. You're still called to a higher purpose. You're still called to, to do something. Whatever, whatever career that you're walking in, it don't matter. I don't care if you're, uh, whatever you're doing, you got a purpose in whatever you're doing. There's a purpose. So there's a purpose to reach somebody or to help somebody or to change somebody's life. It don't matter what, what career you got. You don't have to be talking on the podcast. You don't have to be, it, whatever you're doing, you have a mission or you have a specific purpose to do something or to help somebody. You know what I mean? Whether it's fitness, fitness, everybody, some people need to lose weight. Some people lose weight and they feel happy about themselves. They feel confident and they're trying to build muscle. They're trying to do this type of stuff and that makes them feel good. There's, they, that's why they have trainers. People need people to, to uh, you know, music, whatever that is, mentors, dan- uh, dancers. You know, if you're called to the arts, you're, you're, you have a purpose. You're bringing healing into humanity. Stories, you're telling stories about life stories and you're bringing it into humanity. It's all needed. All of this stuff is needed. So whatever, whoever you are, your past, where you come from, you know, if you were a prostitute, whatever you were, you're still called to be a wife, okay? Or a husband, whatever. This, this is what you're called to do. This is who you're called to be. You're still called. You don't, it's not that, you know, you might think, oh, I'm not pure enough. Or, you know, I'm not good enough. Well, God is going to prepare you. I'm telling you all my story because this is the story. This is the side of Christianity that people don't like to tell you. They don't like to tell you where they came from. They don't like to tell you what they were delivered from or where they came from or their past because they're embarrassed. They don't want you to think they were dirty. And then they don't want you to think, no, no, no. I was was something else. All right? Lusty. Just lusty. I mean... You know, still a good heart, but just, you know, could look at could look at you and, and we're going rendezvous the same day. You know what I mean? Just nasty. So I'm what I'm saying is God had to do some, you know. I yeah, I had to go through some work. I had to I still got God still be dealing with me. He 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 still deal with he's he still deals with me. Don't think because a person is at a specific level now don't think that they still don't have to work on certain things even though they are there don't think that they got to still that they don't have to work on stuff because they still working on stuff they still need to prepare themselves they still need to work on stuff so if you're somebody and you're feeling like inadequate like man I'm done like I I'm just going to stay this sex work all my life because I don't see my worth or I'm never going to be married because how am I going to be married when I'm doing sex work? Somebody will come find you and might and, and marry you. I'm telling you. Like, I talk about me being a harlot. My, my, my lifestyle, I'm, the, I'm a daughter of a pimp. All right? I thought I would never be, be able to be even healed to even look at a man again. I'm, I'm, I'm just being straight up real with you, to even trust a man again. So if God can heal my heart in that way, I know that he can heal your heart. And that's what this is about. It's about showing you guys who I actually, you know, where I come from, so you can kind of see. Uh, 
yeah, I, I was in the same position. I, I, I didn't think that. I hoped for love, but I didn't think that, you know, it was out there. And then something else, too. Uh, you know, the past recent guys, like, you know, I would be thinking, I would be like, oh, you know, that's, they're, that's the, they're the one. I finally found this. And then, but something in the back of my head was like, like, there, like, there is some, it's somebody. I was like, God, it gotta be one person out there that's, we, we gotta match. I know, I know it's somebody, you know, it, it gotta be one. Cause you know, I didn't, I felt like, you know how you would think somebody is the one and then all of a sudden they putting you through hell, you know, it's like they putting you, they abusing you, they putting you through stuff. It was like that. So I was like, man, I was like, nah, that's not my husband. You know, he's, my husband ain't gonna be having me going through this. So it's like, oftentimes, Everybody has one, everybody has somebody that is like uh, a match. You have a match, okay? I always say that, you have a match. There's, there's somebody that's meant for you. Like people say, I don't believe the whole twin flame thing. It's just too much drama. I, you have a soulmate. That person you're gonna know, like the moment you see them, it's gonna be, it's gonna, it's gonna be weird. And you might find you might have more than one throughout your life. You don't know. You know what I mean? You meet somebody, meet somebody, you think that was it, and you shoot, you meet somebody else. So I don't know how the whole thing works. My thing is, I say, God, just, just, I just need one person. <laughs> I just need one person. So there is, there's somebody out there for everybody. There's, there's a person out there. And you know what? How you know somebody. Uh, compliments you is like I like I like I told y'all they don't they don't give up like they know this is why people say married the key see that's the key look at God and how he kept chasing these these Israelites I wouldn't been I would have been like peace y'all I'm done with y'all I, I, I gotta go y'all ain't y'all getting on my nerves God was like, nah, look, look we're going to keep, we're going to try this again. We're going to try this again. You know what, Jose, I'm going to use you. Go marry this, go marry this prostitute. We about to shut everything down. Marry her, and I want them to see something in this. So, yeah, prostitute start, she was a harlot. She ain't know how to be faithful. She ain't know how to, she ain't know how to be faithful. She ain't want to be saved. He had to sit her down. Hey, 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 this what we doing. This what we going to do. You're going to come to my place. You gonna stay here. You used to running around. You used to being with all these different men, but no, you gonna be with me, and I'm gonna be with you, and we, we gonna be one. Like we we like literally, we about to do this. That was an example of God saying, Israelites, you about to stay here. You're not about to have no king reigning. Nothing. You gotta sit. Now you gotta sit in your mess. Can you imagine somebody loving you that much that's gonna make you? Hey, hey. I know I yeah you used to used to you used to six and something people, but but when you get with me you're not gonna need no six and something people y'all see I'm not ready to hear this conversation. You some of these some of y'all used to having six five different three. You gotta have even two. You gotta have another relationship two of messing with three four people because you ain't found that one, or if you found that one, y'all ain't you know kicking it off yet. 
that's gonna actually make you you ain't gonna have to worry about them other ones no more. Y'all ain't got y'all ain't see you is y'all listening? Y'all y'all gotta listen. Hold hold on, y'all gotta listen. If you having if you need five, six, two, three, four relationships, you ain't met the one yet. You haven't. You haven't. And you know what? Or you ain't been you you ain't practiced faithfulness. Cause I'm gonna be honest with you. I can I can stay with the same person. I can say I, I can stay with the same person for a long time. But yeah, that person started abusing me and stuff. Now I gotta go. You understand what I'm saying? But it, it's it like or if you're not communicating or whatever. See, that's what I'm saying. I was I was I remember still dealing with a dude. I was having sex with the same dude for a long and we we wasn't even communicating like that. It was just sex. But see for me is I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a r I've practiced and I've committed to, to one person already. I'm only having sex with one person. It ain't gonna be more than one person. It's only gonna be one person. I made that that I I, I made that commitment ten years ago. Way ten years ago. It's only gonna be one person. If I'm talking to one guy, it shouldn't be nobody. Look, let me scratch that. It shouldn't be nobody before marriage. It shouldn't have been nobody before marriage. But this is what I said. Look, it's gonna be one person. If another guy come in my life, I gotta cut one off. I can't have both. It's gonna be hard, but I but I, I can't have both. So that's what would happen. It would be this wrestle when I, if I'm moving, it would be like, nope, I gotta cut you off completely, and I'm single. And then I would meet another guy. So even though, yeah, you know, I wasn't married yet, and I admit that, you know, so no, I shouldn't have been doing nothing. But what I'm saying is, I prepared, I said one person. That was a standard of mine. I'm not gonna be doing no two, three, and four people. That was that I didn't have no standard if I'm doing that. I had made a standard and I kept it that way. And if that if I found out that person was with multiple people, I cut it off. You understand what I'm saying? I cut it off because I was gonna find out. I was gonna find out regardless. So I cut it off. So what I'm saying is, uh, because I don't because I don't you you over there having sex with uh Jessica Briarata and I'm having that's that's like me having sex with them too because you bringing you you bringing that back to me you want to have sex with me but you didn't just deal with all that like I did. yeah we all having sex with them you know so yeah I made I made that I I made that decision I made that decision so that's not an issue for me being with one person how you treat a person it really makes a difference of how they 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 act you know it's like watering a plant if you don't give a plant water what it's gonna do it's gonna start drying up if you give it too much sun what it's gonna do it's gonna start uh burning up so it's like it's like with people with humans people don't like people don't like to be smothered i don't i don't like to be smothered i don't i don't like to be smothered uh, you know, clinginess is it's cute, but you know, too much. I, I'm feeling smothered now at this point. I don't like to be like neglected either. That's very important or ignored and neglected. I don't like that because it makes me feel like, hey, you're not giving me no attention. So it's the same thing with a relationship and a plan. You smother people too much, they're gonna go, they're gonna run away from you. 
you neglect them, they're going to run away from you too because they're going to feel like you're playing games. So it's the same thing. You have to give a balance. You have to. There needs to be a balance. There needs to be a communication when it comes to your relationship. It's like a plan. You know, it's like if you're not talking to me and you, I'm going. Yeah, I'm gonna think so. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna think something up. Okay, then. Well, fine. And you don't. You're not interested. You don't care. You don't want to talk. Then bye. That's gonna be my mindset. If you smothering and clouding me, I'm gonna be like, you know, hey, I'm just a little bit busy right now. I, I'm not. I, don't, I miss you too. I'm just a little bit busy right now. You know. But most likely, yeah, I miss you too. Most likely, I'm gonna be the one clouding you. <laughs> nah, probably, probably not. I don't know. Probably. But uh, but yeah, if you can you can communicate. Hey, I'm I'm just I just need some space today. Like I just I just want you know my time. Sometimes I have to like tell people, hey, I don't want um I don't need, I can't talk right now. It's not me being rude. It's like you calling me on Facetime. Hey, I'm I can't talk to you right now. And, and I yeah I know uh you know I definitely know that that might come off rude. You know it might come off rude like oh she can't she don't want to talk. No, it's because I'm get, I get call I'm getting calls twenty four seven. I'm getting calls all day, half the time. Text messages, calls. And it's like, I need a break. I just need to lay down and close my eyes. Like, I need a break. So, you're called regardless of what you think, your qualifications, what you feel like you don't have, you're called. You got to do the preparation. You got to do the preparation. I saw some guy on YouTube. He was like, uh, not YouTube. Um, I saw some guy on um Instagram and he was like yeah I was engaged or something to this woman and um he was like I was engaged to this uh woman and he was like you know I wasn't ready he was like I wasn't ready you know I I just wasn't ready for her and I loved her and you know and, and at the time when he was talking about the video I think at that time uh he was ready I think at that time he was probably ready at the time when she, but she was already gone. You know what I mean? They called off the engagement, I believe. And, um, uh, yeah, it was over. But I, I think that at that time he knew, like, he was like, dang, you know, I just wasn't ready. Like I didn't do the work that I was supposed to do. I didn't do the work that I was supposed to do. I should have did the work. And, um, you know, I get that. I get that. And, you know, I feel that. And, Whoever this is, like, uh, God is going to, God is going to restore somebody into this person's life. You know, God is going to, uh, and I saw that, I think it was just went viral or something. You know, I saw it, but God is going to restore someone else into your life. You know, just because you might not have been ready for that person then doesn't mean he's not going to re- bring somebody else into your life. Uh, that's that, that's going to restore it to you. Sometimes you might not be ready for the person that you want to be ready for. Sometimes it, it, you might not be ready for that person, and so you have to be. You end up being with somebody else, and you might be. You might be a little bit more developed, and you might have learned something from your mistake, and and then you can, you know, you can get better with the person. So just because it didn't work out with one person doesn't mean it won't work out with somebody else, and and that's that's just what it is. That's just what it is. I do respect men who actually wait, and they're like, you know what? I might not be ready now. I might not be ready to give up my whatever life. Uh, so I'm I'm not gonna put this person through this pain. Like I'm gonna go ahead and just I'm gonna wait. You know I'm gonna 
wait like a little bit more time uh, before I actually uh, pursue this person, you know, before I actually pursue this person. So I respect um, people like that who are willing to say, you know what, I need to do the work. I need to wait. I need. I don't want to. It's not saying, okay, you know what, go ahead and wait ten years before you get married. Uh, no, like some of the work, some of the work that you're gonna have to do will will be in your marriage. I'll be honest, it will. So it's, all of the work is not gonna be on your singleness. <coughs> it actually will be your marriage because God is still gonna be pruning you with that person. And the beautiful thing about marriage is you got another person to get on your nerves all day and rub against you all day. It's like iron sharpens iron. So you got this person like that's very much a mirror and they're doing this all day. I mean, you know, y'all loving and stuff too, but they're kind of like, you know, they're kind of like doing this all day. And it's like, they're just rubbing up against you all day. And it's, cha- it's, it's, it's dealing with things about you and that things about you that you need to know is like coming out now. So that's the good thing about having a partner, you know, that you can like, you're, instead of letting life teach you, yeah, life gonna teach you too, but you have this little, this little, uh, partner in crime <laughs> this mirror that's getting on your nerves that looks just like you have time some people that get into marriages and so they they look they look a lot like you see in their eyes they they uh they start to look alike or they have a similarity of, of i see that i noticed that too it's it's funny <laughs> it's funny i mean not, all, not everybody but some of them do like they have this little they have they look similar you know so anyway your girl tired and she's blushing over here we're gonna save that for singles and celibacy because i got something to share with y'all <laughs> i got i got some i got i got some stuff to share with y'all for singles and celibacy so y'all make sure you subscribe yeah make sure you subscribe because i gotta tell y'all uh what's been going on okay i ain't gonna tell y'all everything I, you know y'all know i don't talk about no love stuff like that um <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, the singles and celibacy, singles and celibacy, uh, uh, what is it, season two? (laughs) Season two, (laughs) y'all. I gotta tell y'all what's been up on season two. Season two was lit. Season two, you know, it's some stuff that happens in season two. So, I know when season three come out, it's about to be some more stuff I gotta talk about. So, I don't know if I, I'm trying to think if I, uh, (laughs) <laughs> I'm trying to think if I should record season three. Well, like record and, and season three before I'm... Nah, I'm away. I got to see something. I, I got to wait. I'm away till probably next month. I don't know. <laughs> I'm away. All right, you guys. Well, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. And uh, this was part four. This was part four, you know called to be a wife, called to be a husband, whatever you are, you're still called. Y'all need to know that you're still called. So let me go ahead and pray. Let me go ahead and pray. If you're feeling inadequate today and you're like, you know what, Lord, like I see my purpose. I see what you want to do with me, but I don't know if I'm qualified for it. You know, I don't know if I'm qualified for it. So if that's you, I just want to go ahead and pray for you. I'm going to pray for you uh, today. And um, I'm going to pray that God really can come into your, your heart and really heal you and prepare you for 
like your your spouse or whoever he's getting ready to send you. That's what I'm going to pray for. So I'm going to pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you today, God. Thank you. Um, thank you for this, the heart, a heartless tale and me releasing this, this podcast series because this is very, a very important series to release. And Lord, I just pray that um, everyone who is under the sound of my voice, I pray that you begin to work in their life today. Uh, I pray that anything, because we're all your children, Lord, and I know that uh, we all got stuff going on. There's people that don't like people. There's a lot of jealousy going on because everybody wants to be, you know, this or that. But God, give us some contentment in who we are and show us that um, that we are still called. God, I pray uh, for whoever is feeling just inadequate. They're feeling like, you know what, I'm done. I can't do this. This is over. I pray that you continue to give them hope and let them be able to see and reach the other side of them that you see, the side that you want to change or refurbish them. Let them be, I pray that they are able to reach and see that so they can come back and tell their testimony of how, where you took them from. I mean, that blessed my life to be able to see, I didn't see where, where I was going, but when you, when I got there and I looked back at who I used to be, like it was so beautiful, you know? So I thank you for uh, taking me through that journey and I pray that everybody is blessed to go through that same journey um, that I went through. Uh, and so that they can be blessed by their testimony. Um, God, I pray that you provide every need. Every If there's anyone worried about just a need or something that's going on, I pray that uh, you begin to just give them, open up the windows of heaven and just give them a blessing. Give them a blessing to be able to uh, provide for them in that specific season according to your will. I pray that they have rest tonight, that they... Have peace today and tonight, wherever they're going, you protect them and that they know that they have a reassurance to know that whoever they are, that they are called to something bigger, that they are called to be with you and walk with you. That's what it's about. This is what this is what this is about. Giving up the life of going off, just always having to run, run, run. Run, run, run. Giving yourself over to everybody else except God. Putting everybody before God. Lord, let us have a conviction to just put you first in our life. Because you can handle our issues faster than anybody else can. And it's all according to your will. Sometimes because it's not happening fast enough, we're like, you know what? God, like, do you hear me? Like, I'm asking, do you hear me? But you always do. For in my personal life, I know that you always come through when it's when it's needed and you never leave me hanging. You always come through at the last minute. You always come through when you know that I need I need it the most because you it's it's you want me to see the miracle in it. You want me to see that you actually provided that I didn't have to go worrying and scrumbling around that you were gonna provide where you were gonna provide. So and I noticed that in my personal life that if it's not meant to be it won't happen. It will get delayed. Everything will get delayed. It won't happen. So I thank you, God, for... Uh, I thank you for um, pro uh, just providing in advance and uh, calling us to a higher call. In 
Jesus' name, amen. All right, you guys, it is over. And I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, podcast series. Make sure to check out all the other series. I have so much coming up. I have a podcast, uh, Mickles coming up. I have Singles and Celibacies, uh, Singles and Celibacy uh, Season 3. And I have some more, some more stuff that's going to be lit uh, that's coming for you guys. I'm also going to be having some guests coming on as well. So stay tuned. Subscribe, share, like. And I'll see you guys on the other side. Alrighty, bye-bye.